Hi friends, I'm Ray Keating and this is Free Enterprise in three minutes. In this 145th episode, we're going to build on the points made in our previous episode about the ills of the capital gains tax. As a quick reminder, the capital gains tax is applied to the gain resulting from the sale of an asset. And it's a particularly destructive tax because it's imposed on the returns on entrepreneurship and investment. And those activities are critical to economic growth. Let's explore a bit more about the capital gains tax in the United States. The current federal capital gains tax rate that individuals pay is 23.8%. That is a 20% cap gains tax rate plus the 3.8% Obama Medicare tax. Now, that 23.8% is up from 15% where the capital gains tax rate stood from 2003 to 2012. However, the real capital gains tax rate actually is higher than the stated rate because capital gains are not indexed for inflation. That means that part of capital gains taxes are paid on imaginary or inflationary gains. And the hotter inflation runs, the higher the real capital gains tax rate. Indeed, an investor could wind up paying a capital gains tax on a real capital loss. Also, Capital gains taxes represent a form of multiple taxation. Individuals pay taxes on income they earn and then choose to either save, invest, or consume their after-tax dollars. The federal government generally doesn't tax consumption, but it most certainly does tax the returns on saving and investing. Also, the earnings of corporations are taxed, and then individuals pay taxes on capital gains derived from the sale of investments in such corporations. This creates a bias in favor of consumption over investment. And then there is a move afoot in the Biden administration and in Congress to apply the capital gains tax to unrealized gains for high-income earners. That is, there is an effort to count an increase in the value of an asset over a certain period of time as capital gains income subject to the capital gains tax, when in fact, no action has been taken to realize a gain. That is, nothing has been sold. No income has been generated. So, this is a political fiction that, in effect, is a form of a wealth tax, and it would be unconstitutional. Finally, when we are reminded that starting up, growing, and investing in businesses are critical undertakings wrought with uncertainty and risk, the capital gains tax becomes particularly troubling when compared to the fact that investors can put their money in essentially riskless government bonds, municipal bonds, for example, where the returns are not taxed at all. Taxing the returns on the activities that drive our economy forward while not taxing the returns on government borrowing used to spend money on more often than not dubious ventures makes no economic sense whatsoever. In fact, in the end, the capital gains tax rate that makes the most economic sense is 0%. Thanks for listening. Like and follow us on Facebook at Free Enterprise Economics and on Twitter at Free Enterprise 7. And subscribe to the Free Enterprise in 3 Minutes podcast. Take care and, hey, think more like an economist.